Blog Talk Radio. Rise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense, Restoration, revival, and resurrection power. Pastor of New Wine Ministries. Great to be with you today. As you can see, if you're already tuned in on Facebook, YouTube, or Rev Media, our dear friend, a rising star in Australia, has arisen and has made a reappearance. Brother Daniel Secco. Good morning, Daniel. How are you, sir? Yeah. Well, it's great to have you back on the air with us. And for a lot of people here in the West, it's a very strange thing to see someone in Australia in winter clothing in the month of June. It's a, it's a mind shift. <laughs> yeah, that is a little bit crazy. All right. So with all the other strange things going on in the world today, man, it is so good to see your face. It's so good to reconnect with you. Uh, you have not uh, been with us for about a year or so, and I uh, just would love for you to say hello to everybody again and uh, just begin to share with us. Uh, obviously, we want to know what happened in Australia because everything was really loud and then it went really silent, and uh, maybe you can enlighten us to what's going on in your country.
And what are some of the mandates that are still in place? What are what are they? Well, you know, uh, as we were watching what was happening in Australia, the the, the impression was is that the there was a very heavy hand um, of totalitarianism, uh, even the realm of violence in a police state. Um, really warring against the people, and the people had no real ability to resist. Was that a reality? Um, and had the uh, Australian people been uh, having a Second Amendment right to carry and bear arms, uh, would it have been a different story in Australia? How do you kind of play that into the mix? So how would you describe the, the Australian people right now? You know, I, I think the globalists around the world would probably like to make Australia their ultimate um, uh, power grab, you know, to have that kind of dominance over the people, disarm the people of the, of the nations of the earth, and have that kind of uh, violent regime controlling the people, doing what they want them to do at whatever the cost is. So how are the Australian people today in light of, what you have just been through, how would you describe them? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very interesting. So they, they forced something on the Australian people that didn't really work, uh, but they did show a measure of power and control over the people, dominance over the people, uh, which is very dangerous uh, where we're going, because that kind of speaks of, uh, you know, end, end time Bible prophecy. Um, <clears throat> all right. So but you fared OK. You're still in one piece. You still have your right mind. Uh, you haven't been taken over by the, uh, what was it, the uh, the body snatchers. They haven't taken over your brain. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so you're here to tell the story, and I really appreciate that. Uh, as you know, right here in the United States of America, we're, uh, we're on a, uh, a ride that, you know, who knows? You know, who would have ever dreamed that 12 pastors in Tennessee three days ago were getting letters that if you go to church this weekend, we're going to shoot and kill your babies, your wives, and your and your men. Uh, so we have that issue going on with Jane's revenge. We're waiting possibly today yet for the Supreme Court to rend their decision, and there's going to be a night of violence and rage coming out from that particular sector. Uh, meanwhile, we have the January 6th committee coming on and condemning everybody, uh, you know, and, it, and it's such a just such a weird time. Meanwhile, Iran getting a bomb, right? Can't wait to hear your perspective on that. And the war with Russia and Ukraine. Lots to talk about, and I need to get your perspective on it. We all want to hear what, uh, what are your thoughts about this stuff going on? Yeah, 
Yeah, you hope so. And, you know, it's interesting, getting back to 2,000 mules, that that is happening at the same exact time that this January 6th commission, because 2000, are you seeing the polarization there? And if, if you just listen to the Wednesday night, January 6th commission, you know, your brain could be taken over and overwhelmed by all their facts and all that they have. Uh, but there is a truth on the other side of it, thank God, that people can listen to because they're trying to be very convincing about January 6th and the illegitimacy of Donald Trump and they want to arrest him. They want to do away with him, don't they? Just thinking politically. Perfect call. Right. And in a manner uh, of speaking, it is all judgment. And this is what makes it very difficult. I mean, it's refreshing to think about the possibility of a red wave and uh, justice being restored and returned to our society and to see the bad guys locked up. But Daniel, we're coming up to right now. We're in the 50 years, 50 years of the legalization of mass murder, the shedding of innocent blood within our nation. Um, we're, we're watching this, uh, this violent extremism coming from the left, and yet they're accusing the right of being the terrorist. Uh, we live in the society of good being evil and evil good. It's hard for me to imagine that something that has gone so evil, so wicked, and they have succeeded in their wickedness and their evil as a sign of judgment upon our nation that uh, those who hate you will rule over you, that somehow all of a sudden it's just going to turn around and everything's going to be okay. Having a really hard time with that. Um, you imagine can you imagine now meanwhile i mean meanwhile we have and, and again i'm just throwing these things at you because i want you to speak into them uh uvalde texas 19 children were mass murdered while the police stood down for an, over an hour they were in the building for an hour and never approached the shooter insanity right buffalo new york yeah buffalo new york a, a young 18 year old comes in shoots and kills 10 people uh, we have it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, man, walks into a hospital, and we're having this en masse. It sounds like such a repetition from years gone by when Barack Obama was the president in some of these cases, right? And Joe Biden was the vice president the last time a bunch of children were killed. What do you think about these things? Yeah, tell me about it. It is.
Yeah, they want the control. Yeah, it is infuriating, but I think what happened in Australia is the goal. Disarm everybody so we can control everybody. Um, you know, sure. It's like going back to the wild, wild west. Um, you know, every, everything that we're talking about thus far, and, we, and we've only lightly discussed, uh, and we haven't even gotten into Iran and Israel and Russia and, and all these issues. Uh, but the, the next phase of things that we're talking about, we have gas prices, since we've talked, are soaring on the West Coast. They're seven, eight, nine dollars a gallon. We have supply chain issues. I want to know how they affected Australia. We have food recession to some degree. We have a transgender homosexual manifesto that is bent on the destruction. Over 1,000 people in Afghanistan died yesterday from a massive earthquake. It was only a, like a 5.7 or 9, but 1,000 plus 900 injured are dead. And, you know, people leaving their bodies, their souls are going into somewhere. Doesn't this sound amazingly similar to the teaching of Jesus when he said in the end times, these are some of the signs that would be happening? Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like the Batman movie where the Joker is in his little kingdom throne, uh, you know, in his wicked smiles. And all that's, that's all you see with the left and the globalists. You know, they're all so calm, cool, and collected because it's almost as though Satan has gotten hold of their minds and their souls so, to such a degree that they're just following his orders. They're bringing these things forward. Uh, we are witnessing everything in Scripture. Jesus said, when you see these things, flee, right? Come out of her, my people. Go into the wilderness. Go into the mountains. Um, this is a very critical time. Let's talk about Iran right now and Israel and the Middle East. I mean, that's one of your expertise. Uh, what do you see going on over there, and how would you present those ideas to us? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they've got. It's pretty obvious in your face, like everything else is right now. Uh, all of these are signs of the coming Antichrist, according to Scripture. Uh, and you know what? It's as you're talking. What it? What the impression that I'm that I, you know, I'm sensing in my spirit. Uh, everything is dying. It's like everything that was once noble and good and uh, worthy and, and great, it just seems like there's a death that's taking place to every sector of our society. Every fabric that has held this nation together and nations around the world seem to be being torn to pieces. There's nothing really uniting anything except a new mind of a globalistic, far-left, antichrist agenda that seems to be uniting while everything good is dying and if if this thing is launched if this goes south right now uh, we were told last night uh in light of the decision that's going to come down from the supreme court which we're being told that the supreme court justices have been taken to safe houses they've left their own homes they're going to be uh, rending their decision from you know faraway places 
Uh, that's, you know, whether that's absolute truth or not, it's what we heard from uh, notable uh, commentaries out there and news sources. Uh, we're also told that the supply chain of oil for diesel engines, like diesel gasoline and all that stuff, is not going to be available, which is going to slow down the trucks moving. It just seems like everything is coming to a very from sluggish to a shutdown in an environment that God has been warning us about for how long, Daniel, uh, that people should be preparing. Now, most of the church believes what? They're not going to be here for any of this. They're going to be out of here in a preacher rapture. Um, but it's still a pretty serious issue, isn't it? And so, it, 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 with that being said, Christian men and women who are, and I'm, I'm saying very, you know, truly following the Lord, in the midst of this crisis, the idea is to stand on a firm foundation. In the midst of this crisis, to have a mindset that's unmovable, unshakable. In the midst of this crisis, not to be afraid, not to be offended, not to be in any way harboring anything that would move anybody. Uh, how do you see that going for the majority of people that go to church or um, are claiming to be the church? Amen. It's, it's kind of like Israel when they left Egypt. They got all their stuff, you know. They they gave them their gold, their food, their bread baskets. And yet when they kind of went through hard times in the wilderness, God was giving them food out of heaven and water out of a rock. So God will be God. So, um, so much, just so much. It is exact. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it certainly is relevant. And, you know, sometimes you just have to get boil things down to a conclusion. It seems very obvious to me that the, uh, the incineration of Sodom and Gomorrah is about to happen through nuclear weapons. Um, it appears to me that it's very clear that America has passed the point of no return. 19 years of waiting and watching has proven that. Uh, yesterday I was on the air with some people that when, when you come uh, to speak at the Feast of Tabernacles, 
Uh, Brian and Kathy Gray, they were missionaries in Honduras when I met them. Uh, they have become <clears throat> a weekly um, you know, guests on our program. They're beautiful, brother and sister. Uh, they remind me of much uh, of who you are, and uh, it's very interesting how that all works. But yesterday we were talking about that Amos chapter 8 prophecy. Uh, we're now in the second day of summer, the third day of summer, and it talks about the basket of summer fruit and how the churches are going to become temples of howlings, and there are going to be many dead bodies. And then we had this threat from the uh, James Revenge about if you go to church this weekend, we're going to kill you, this and all that stuff. But God talking about darkening the earth in the clear day. And I cannot shake that for anything that the prophetic word of God uh, over this nation and really over the world right now for its just its uh, participation is I, I really believe things are going to get very dark. Now, spiritual darkness is you can't see where you're going. You don't know the truth. You, you don't know what's guiding you and where you are. Or it could actually be a lights out, Daniel, that, that time when, you know, the sluggish uh, slow motion train wreck becomes a reality and it's lights out uh, in our nation and around the world. What would happen in Australia if the lights went out? Now, you're in winter right now. We're in a brutal heat wave here in America. It's going to be 100 degrees this weekend um, in, in just in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, in, in the areas you know, what would it be like without any electricity? What would the people of Australia, how would they handle that? How would the people in America handle it? What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even on a summer day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God. You know, um, in 2015, uh, we were standing on the Capitol steps, Supreme Court steps, when the decision for Oberfeld, which was the legalization of homosexual marriages within our nation, that was a legally uh, Supreme Court said, yes, we're going to make it legal. It's now, you know, it's a federal law. Uh, everybody that wants to get married to a, the same sex, they can do that. You know, nobody went around and burned buildings. Nobody went around and, you know, and, and their disgust for what was being, ha what was happening. Nobody did anything. Here it is 2022 and the whole Roe versus Wade 50 year abortion issue. Now the nation is on tiptoes, uh, strained out, just ready because of the threat of violence that's going to hit the nation. It shows the two different minds that are in operation. We're, we're a double minded nation. And, um, you know, a house divided cannot stand. 
where is there any possibility of this nation standing? In fact, Daniel, what I believe the proper picture is, we're going to see a revolution in the United States. We are going to see civil war. We've only seen one side of it. We've seen people stand down and back off while other people vented their anger, which was permissible, you know, by the, the governmental officials. Oh, let them vent their anger. But anytime now the, uh, the other side wanted to vent their anger, it's a massive issue for years now. Well, it's going to, it's going to collide. It's going to, it's going to become that violent when people just, especially in the United States, it's just going to be that way. And is, is it what they want? Because out of the ashes of this coming civil war, um, you know, and, and, the, and the bombs dropping and all the evil that's going to happen, that they're going to somehow bring this into the Antichrist system? Speak into that. Wow, that's prophetic, man. Jesus. Amen. Let me ask you this question, uh, and I'm going to ask this on the on the behalf of an individual that um, um, you know is sharing a thought. And he, this individual would say to you and I in our conversation today um, that, well, your your conversation is not kingdom minded. Uh, you guys are talking like Americans, uh, and it's a patriotism, but it's not kingdom-minded thinking. What would you say to that? Well, there you have it. Yeah, very true. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, I, I think that statement needs to, it is worthy of just real concentration. Uh, the communist agenda, we see in the Bible a great red dragon. And sometimes we think of that as being China in today's modern vernacular because they are the, you know, the great red dragon. That's their whole symbol. You have the bear with three ribs in his mouth, Russia. Uh, and these are both communist nations in many different ways. And to bring this communism um, into, into power, to replace capitalism or a different form of government, but this really is the satanic, all-controlling, I am God, I will rule, uh, mind of Satan, isn't it? Yeah.
Okay, so okay, so uh, and I want you to continue that, but I, I'm I'm reminded now, Second Thessalonians chapter two. There was a time in our nation that evil was being restrained by the laws of our nation. There, it was evil to commit a homosexual act. It was evil to uh, kill an innocent baby in the womb and in, in, in bloodshed. Uh, there were a lot of things that were evil that were not allowed to come out of Hollywood. And so now that restraint is gone and the promotion of evil is literally happening all around us. And, we're, and people are going, whoa, this is, this, is, this is okay now? I mean, now they're shooting heroin in the parks in uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, and we have an opioid crisis. And we have homosexuality, lesbians, transgenderism, all and on and on and on. And this is all being promoted in sports, in politics, in this, in the church. Is the restrainer spoken of in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 possibly? the divine laws of God that held evil in check, but now they have been removed? Mm. Wow. It's happening right now. Right? Yeah, it's okay. And the question is, yeah, and the question would be, how, are the, the, how is the power of the holy people going to be broken, either by their silence and their capitulation or their final stand uh, and, and being broken by a global community of an antichrist regime, you know, fighting a few people in, in, a small, in, in this country? And this is just the beginning, yeah. Sure. No, but it's all very true. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, to complement what you're saying right now is, and this has been my perspective from the very beginning of understanding any of this, is that, okay, these things are written in Scripture. They are going to come. It's like Jesus standing over Jerusalem saying, you're going down. You're going to fail. All you're praying, everything, there's nothing you can do. You're going to fail because you did not recognize 
your time of visitation. So sure enough, his words were fulfilled. The prophet's words will be fulfilled. But for the people that love the Lord, there's always an eternal hope that when this is gone, when this is over, we know because of our love for God, his love for us, our work with the Lord, we have eternal life. And so there's also a sense of, okay, these things are written. Here's what we've done. It's going to happen. So let it come. Uh, he actually said this in 2 Peter chapter 3 that the holy people of God, they accelerate this moment. They hasten the day. They're called to literally hasten the day. So while we're not looking forward to what is coming, we have been forewarned of what is coming. We're preparing for what is coming. But we know that our preparations given by God are a sure sign to us that God is with us. So we're going to get ready. We're going to go through it. But on the other side of it, the glory of the king is coming. What's wrong with that? There it is. Amen. 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 And we don't want to forfeit that. And so maybe the last couple of years has been a real test run for uh, so many people. You know, how did you go through the last crises? How did I go through the last crises? How are people going through um, you know, with the footmen, how did we handle things when the chariot horses are coming, right? And so how, how did we do? People don't know that. We were just talking about that this morning, the removal of the lampstands. You know, it's, it's, did you get afraid during the last couple of years? Um, did we get offended? Did we want to, uh, you know, exact vengeance? Did we want, you know, what happened to our conduct? What happened to our character? What happened to my personality? What happened to me in the last few years? And again, if we can't handle this, how are we going to be able to handle the big stuff that you're talking about right now? I mean, yeah, yeah. So very critical times. Daniel, 
As always, man, I know what time is it for you right now? Like 1.30, 12.30? Where are you at? You're 1.30 in the morning. So we're talking to the man from the future, Brother Daniel Seckham. He's going to be with us in the Feast of Tabernacles if everything stays normal, Daniel. We're going to get you out here. Brian and Kathy Gray are going to be here. Pastor Melissa Fletcher and Chad are going to be here. Pastor Kevin Honeycutt is going to be here, probably a few others. We're going to look forward to the greatest Feast of Tabernacles. We believe the kingdom economy right now is four months of harvest of the righteousness of God, that precious seed that has been sown. We're going to see a reaping of harvest for the people of God who are living in the midst of this. There is no easy way out, but there is a kingdom environment that can be walked in, right? I mean, we could have the flowing waters within and the green pastures within. We can find righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit within us. And man, when it's not there, you know it, especially if you've tasted the goodness of God. So, brother, we need to hold hold on. Uh, I think any moment now, anything could happen. But I'm hoping we're going to see you in October uh, during the Feast of Tabernacles, along with a lot of other friends. Let's hope so. Let's really hope so. Um, and if not, we'll see you on the other side of eternity, my dear friend. But um, I think people just love the fact that you're here. Give us a parting word. Uh, talk to the body of Christ. Just give a final encouragement before we go, please. Amen. It's huge. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. Don't give in. Uh, I was told yesterday by Brother Michael uh, that if the Apostle Paul could, he'd say, hey, would you guys that are down there right now, would you please come up here? Let me come down. I want to be here for this, right? Um, and I think that's a great approach to this moment. Um, I, I, you kind of feel that, the biting at the bit, and um, we're going to talk more. Brother Daniel, thank you, my friend. We love you so much. We'll look forward. Yeah, good seeing you, too. Get some sleep, okay? All right. Very good. The man from Australia, our dear friend, Daniel Seckham, uh, joining us. Hey, want to thank everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, Don Huddle is going to be joining me on the air tomorrow. We've had a great week. Pastor Jeff Bass was with us on Tuesday. Um, our dear friends, Brian and Kathy, were with us yesterday. Daniel Seckham with us today, and tomorrow we'll have Brother Don with us. Uh, but we need your support. We are asking you to please consider supporting this radio station, this work that we are doing. Uh, one of the ways you can do that is by sending a gift or an offering to P.O. Box 100. It's on the screen right now. It's an easy way to just mail in a gift or an offering. P.O. Box 100, Decatur, Arkansas, 72722. Please write that down and consider sending a, uh, a worthy offering to the ministry, whatever God puts in your heart, cheerfully, in Jesus' name. You can also give by going to the website, omegaradio.org. And um, just a heads up, uh, just so you know, in the last three weeks, uh, we have not received one donation. Now, the only reason I'm saying that is sometimes we think, again, that we've been hijacked, right? That the money is being funneled somewhere else. So if you have given an offering in the last three weeks to this ministry, um, please let me know because we haven't received anything. And that's almost hard to believe after 
uh, as long as we've been doing this, that nobody is supporting this work financially um, for nearly a month now. So please let us know. And if you would be interested, make sure that you give to, I mean, even people that don't do a good job get supported, right? All right. So there's another way to give as well. You can go to nwmglobal.org under the donations tab. That's nwmglobal.org under the donations tab. And so thank you for considering your blessing, your financial gift to the work. And again, either way, we're going to continue on doing what God's put in our heart to do until we don't. And we're just doing it. I think it's been a great week. The last two weeks have been phenomenal. If you go back and listen, you can go back to Blog Talk Radio. All of our conversations are on Blog Talk Radio under the episodes um, page. You can find it on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You can go back and re-listen to everything we've been doing. And there is incredible information that has been shared. I mean, phenomenal information to get everybody prepared and equipped for what's coming down the pike in our nation and around the world. And I pray in the interim that you will remain supremely blessed through your faith in Jesus Christ. And may the love of God guide each and every one of us into eternal life. Till we meet again, I'll see you tomorrow. Pastor Vince, shalom. Have a super blessed day. Amen.